coming to you from the Capital City Arcade in New Westminster, British Columbia. Welcome to the 2022 Rocket and Reagan Awards. I'm Victor Lucas, and my co-host for this journey is Barris Safi. Welcome, my friend. It's great to see you. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for having me here, man. I am so excited to be here at the Capital City Arcade. This is one of my favorite places in the city. It's amazing. And it's perfect for this year's Rocket and Reagan Awards. Let's give out some awards, Vic. Yep. Let's get right into We're it. Jumping because in. the first category is one of my favorites because yep. we are talking the best indie game of 2022. We've got a lot of cool nominees. Let's take a look right now. Weird West from Wolf Eye Studios and Devolver Digital. Tunic from Andrew Scholdice and Finji. Sifu from Slow Clap. Rollerdrome from Roll7 and Private Division. Stray from Blue 12 Studio and Annapurna Interactive. And the winner is Sifu from Slow Clap. So our winner is Sifu, and I think that might come as a bit of a surprise for people, not for you or me though. <laughs> no, I, I absolutely love Sifu. It was an early release Amazing in 2022. Game. Yes. And just how like slow clap, no pun intended, deserves an applause absolutely. for what they did with this game. My mind reels for where they could go from here, you know? I know. Like I, I know that uh, they've been working on stuff that's kind of similar yeah. to this in the past, but- Yeah, Absolver was one of their releases. Yeah, yeah, but Sifu took it to another level. It's so replayable as well. That was a big so part fun. of my decision. Stray one in our polling, and I think there's a lot of love for cats that's out there. I think that's what it is. I'm a cat, cat guy. Are well, you a cat guy? I'm a, I'm a dog. dog I'm, guy? I'm team dog. It's I'm sorry. Well, I'm team cat. I love cats. And I get it with Stray, but it, you know, it wasn't as memorable a video game as Sifu was for me. Tunic was also in the mix there for sure. It was a great year for indies. There were a lot of great choices and it was hard to whittle it down to just five, I gotta yeah, be honest. Absolutely. You know, I'm really happy that, you know, I feel like a lot of people's favorite you know, indie games a lot of times are 2D titles. Yes. And it's great to just give an award to, you know, a combat melee 3D that title. looks absolutely so outstanding good. on the PlayStation 5. <laughs> and I actually played this thing. I have some haptic feedback headphones. <laughs> and we're using feeling the impact of every punch. Oh my God, it was so good. And all the, the, the club music, it's such a great game. Yeah, I need to see that. <laughs> all right, we're going to move on though. We've got some winners in some categories, starting with best sports game. NBA 2K23 from Visual Concepts and 2K Sports. I think with sports, you could like if you have a favorite sport in real life, that's the game for you. For you, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I, since I put the awards together and NBA happens to be my favorite sport, it generally happens <laughs> but, to be NBA but you know 2K23. What? This, this time you're justified, Vic. The, I the feel Jordan like stuff. The Jordan, the Jordan oh, challenge, my the My Eras mode. I yeah. think that was a great addition. Yes. I love the new gameplay mechanics with the adrenaline boost. So Amazing. you can't really rely on the one-star player anymore. Yeah. I thought 2K23. 
you know, sometimes you you love the games too much and you give it to it almost every year. Yeah. But 2K23, I think, is well deserved. Oh, it was another level. I think this so was addictive. another level. Yes. So addictive. Yeah. And I like the story in it as well. Uh, speaking of stories, let's take a look at our winner for best racing game of 2022. Need for Speed Unbound from Criterion Games and Electronic Arts. Need for Speed Unbound, our winner for the best racing the title. Dark this is, yeah, the Dark Boy, but you know what? Can we just agree that Criterion They're is the amazing. greatest yes. arcade racing developer? I know the Forza Horizon series is great, yeah. incredible, yeah. but anything Criterion touches that's an arcade racing game, yeah. I feel is just I'm like incredible. Well, and, and this this game really is a fusion of previous yeah. Need for Speed games and Burnout, and yeah. they've done that a little bit in the past. But the funky, you know, visual statement of this anime sort of Spider Verse kind of thing, <laughs> the graphics over thing yeah. that blew me away. Yeah, and it's, I it's just a got, mix. It's a mix. It's yes. realistic style with the cartoon style. It was quite out there, and the music was great, and the attitude in the game I think can be a little obnoxious in places. <laughs> you got ASAP Rocky in this thing, but he's and great. Yeah, and the music is great. And I, I was just so hooked and baffled by why EA just sort of said, yeah. here you go, here's a speed game. <laughs> yeah. It was such an excellent game. And, and honestly, Gran Turismo 7 was in the running here. It's an amazing game yeah. as well. But I had way more fun with Need for Speed Unbound. But you know what? We wanted to do something a little bit different this year. We wanted to reach out to our community and also to our friends across YouTube and the media and ask them to send us some cool videos. Yeah. And the thought this time was, give us some games that were maybe a little underappreciated in 2022. Let's take a look. <laughs> now, there's a lot of amazing video games released in 2022. And this game, this one game in particular, I believe flew under the radar for everybody. And it's a game from 1994, a remake, a remaster that came to the Nintendo Switch this year. And that is for Live Alive. You get to play as so many different lives in the game. So you get to play a character in feudal Japan, a robot in the future, or a gunfighter in the old west. And what I like about it is you can play these little scenarios. They're only about two to three hours long for each person's life. And then in the end, they all come together. And I think there's just something charming about an older school game getting ported. And a lot of it is left to the imagination. And I think that's what serves this game so well is that it's not overly done. It's not, you know, too flashy of graphics. They're old school graphics. Even the combat, very old school grid based. And that is its charm. I love the old school gameplay of this game, of all the different lives that you can play. I enjoy the music. I enjoy all of the storylines, how they come together in the end. A pure hidden gem and a fantastic game on the Nintendo Switch. Definitely worth your time. My underrated game from last year is Tunic and Sifu. Both games were really well done. I love the combat, the action, and the story. I'm a huge fan of martial arts, and I like the different combat style in Sifu. And Tunic is inspired by Zelda, and I'm glad the developers made it. Play forever, everyone. The underappreciated game I played in 2022 was Arcade Paradise. This is a arcade laundromat sim 
where you are tasked with building up your laundry mat to make money and you start to put arcade games in there and things quickly take off. The beauty of it is that each of these games is playable. So when you earn enough money to buy a machine, you put that machine in there and then you can play that mini game. So anyone who grew up going to arcades, pumping quarters into Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and Time Crisis, this is definitely the game for you. What's up, Rocket and Ray Gun Awards? It's Barrett Courtney here from Kinda Funny, a part of the production team. A game that I wanna give a shout out to that needs a lot of love is Islet, which is a small indie game that dropped on Steam last year. It's an adorable Metroidvania art style, very much inspired by Studio Ghibli, where you play as this tiny little mouse with a cute little sword, and the kind of whole objective of the game is to bring the Metroidvania map all together into one. It's splintered at the beginning, and then you're going throughout different parts of the map throughout the game, and then at the end of the game, it all comes together, and you can get into all the nooks and crannies like a Metroidvania at the end of the game, but instead of like really using a lot of different items, it's about bringing the map together to be able to access new areas. It's very adorable, it's very fun, it has a good amount of challenge to it, so that's the game I wanna give some love to this year. We Are OFK is my choice for unappreciated game of 2022. It was really interesting game because it featured uh, four young adults in LA trying to figure out how they were going to get their dream of building a band together, but also trying to figure out what your hopes and your dreams and your relationships happen to be while also dealing with the baggage that comes with it. If you're an adult, hell, if you're just a person going through that phase of your life, you understand exactly what's going on with these characters. And the music in the game was really solid too. Now that it's all been released, you have a really good opportunity to pick up this underappreciated gem of last year. For me, that's Arkanoid Eternal Battle. My wife and I have been playing it pretty much nonstop since I bought it at Christmas. It's a new twist on the old one. It iterates nicely. The old game in its entirety is included retro mode. The new one has multiplayer, 25 player, massive Royal Rumble style versus, but the new Neo mode, that's what's got my attention. It levels up on the old one, so your power-ups accumulate. As soon as you lose the ball, you lose it all, and that's so much fun. Addictive as hell, and I cannot stop playing it. The game I loved the most in 2022 that I think deserves a little bit more love is definitely Tinykin. I think it completely flew under the radar for a lot of people. I'm not even sure how I found it, but I downloaded it from Game Pass and I finished it in two or three sittings. It's a game where you play a character the size of a bug, but you are exploring a full-sized house. And as you're doing that, you are looking for ways to repair your ship. To do that, you are helped by these little creatures called Tiny Kin, which are essentially Pikmin, and they can uh, break down obstacles for you, uh, pick up things, and even you know have an electrical current and help you power on certain electronics. And that part, the collecting part, the puzzle part alone would be enough for me to love this game, but they really, really nailed the feeling of fluid movement. You glide around on a bar of soap and you also glide using bubbles through the air. Honestly, I could just spend hours doing that. It's short, it's really well thought out, it's got so much charm and humor, and that is why Tinykin absolutely is my hidden gem of 2022. 2022 was a great year for a lot of games. Unfortunately, one of the games that was overshadowed has to be Midnight Fight Express. This is a modern take of the beat-em-up genre. 
It's got everything from an awesome soundtrack, motion capture uh, graphics, uh, all the moves and stuff that you could do, the shooting. Very challenging, but very, very fun. I originally played it on the Game Pass, but I loved it so much, I decided to buy it on my Switch. Let me tell you, there's no difference in quality. It's really wonderful what they did with this game. Highly recommend it. Hey, it's Jeff Kanata from the DLC Podcast, and my pick for the most underappreciated game of 2022 is a game called Four Tales, F-O-R-E-T-A-L-E-S. It is a card-based storytelling game. So you're playing through these adventures, these stories, as these anthropomorphized animals in this really cool fantasy setting. And you have decks of cards, different decks of cards that do certain things. You're going to different locations, you're finding objects, you're investigating things, and you have all kinds of different ways to handle any kind of quest or problem that is presented to you. You can do combat, you can negotiate, you can threaten. There's all kinds of really cool outside the box ways to maximize your cards. So it's not just Magic the Gathering or Marvel Snap or Hearthstone. It's doing something completely unique I've never seen anything do before. The art is phenomenal. Nobody's talking about this game, and I love it. This is a game to jump on on Steam. It plays great on Steam Deck. Play Four Tales. Well, I hope some people had some notepads because right. those were some incredible choices here. You know about notepads. Yeah. Every time I do <laughs> something with you, you got a whole notepad full of stuff. I'm a very analog person. I love I it, know. though. I love it. Yes, people should be taking notes. We got some good ones. <laughs> so we'll be right back right after this short break. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rocket and Ray Guns 2022. We are here in beautiful Capital City Arcade in New Westminster. Yes. The perfect location. I'm going to say that every time. Oh, it's amazing. This and is this is my heaven. Yeah. <laughs> this is what started it all for me, right? Vic's my, been smiling uh, all morning. It's crazy, man. I, these these are like some of my early good friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love I love awesome arcades and this one is one of the best in the vancouver area you got to get out to it absolutely but speaking of classic games though we have the perfect category to talk about right here yeah the best remake the best remaster or classic collection yep let's take a look at the nominees <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection from Digital Eclipse and Konami. The Last of Us Part 1 from Naughty Dog and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Live Alive from Square Enix. Atari 50 from Digital Eclipse and Atari. Capcom Fighting Collection from Capcom. And the winner is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection from Konami. Well, looking at the poll results, everyone is talking about our winner as well, right? TMNT, the Cowabunga Collection. This is how you do a classic collection, Vic. Well, what's crazy is Digital Eclipse also made Atari 50, and some would argue that that is the better of the compendiums or the collections because of the way they did the whole timeline thing. Yep. 
but it's the turtles. <laughs> it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with some online play. And yes, it still needs to be tweaked and improved, but there's all kinds of embellishments and enhancements and that back catalog of history and yes. all the details. The, the com they have comic book, they have screenshots from yes. the television show. Yeah. They have the music. It's just such a, a love letter yeah. to our favorite Turtles games. Well, you made the introduction for side-scrolling superheroes. You made yeah. that video yes, introduction yes, for I that segment. That. And I've been begging the video game industry to do, do exactly that. this, yeah. and then they did it. And, uh, you know, I'm friends with some of the guys over at Digital Eclipse, and I know they must have been smiling yeah. every time I would be, like, tweeting out. Because they were building this game, and it's absolutely incredible. But honestly, you should also pick up Atari 50 as well. Yeah. All, you know, all of the nominees Omnis are worth have been picking really, up. really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Cowabunga Collection, I think this is the new gold standard standard totally. on how to do these arcade collections. Let's do a Batman one soon, yes? <laughs> All right, we've got some winners, though, that we want to talk about right now. Let's take a look at the best role-playing game. Elden Ring from From Software and Bandai Namco. Well, I think Elden Ring was probably the only right choice here. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a behemoth, right? Yeah. I mean, there's. I'll tell you something about 2022, though. There there were incredible role-playing games all year long across all the systems. The Switch got a lot of really great ones, but you can't compete with Elden Ring. Oh. Are you kidding? You know what? Elden Ring was an experience in 2022. Yes. It, it was one of those things that I felt like everyone played. Yeah. You know, it felt like a Marvel movie or, yes. or an Avengers film. Even that if everyone... you hate from software, yes. you still played this uh, freaking knew, game and I you appreciate it. Exactly. I knew yeah. so many people who've never played a Soulsborne game in their life. Yeah. And they absolutely fell in love with Elden Ring. And so that just cool. is a testament of how incredible it was. And I think you used the right word. Behemoth yeah. is, is totally what describes everything Elden Ring has to offer. Yeah, it's such a big role-playing game. It's like you'll find other role-playing games inside the role-playing game <laughs> yes. that you can role-play. It's, it's ridiculous. Anyways, let's move on because there's been a lot of chatter about Elden Ring and maybe there'll be a bit more in the show, but let's talk about the best fighting game of 2022. The King of Fighters 15 from SNK. This year has been a little bit, a little bit light, a little bit light on the yeah. fighting games. Yeah. But King of Fighters 15 was absolutely incredible. Yeah. I feel like it really grew off of what King of Fighters 14 was lacking. Yeah. The art style was not great. The netcode was not good. In 14. In 14. Yeah, but 15. And in, in 15, they really upgraded all that. The netcode's great. They're adding crossplay. There's DLC from the Samurai Showdown characters yes. coming out. Yeah. And it's just I've got those. They're amazing. And yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, like the Fatal Fury gang is in oh. like all of these different characters from across SNK lore. It's almost like one of the Capcom collections. It is. It is. You and you know, know, this game was so much fun and yeah. it made me really become hungry for a Capcom versus SNK 3 uh, yeah. because of the 3v3 style yes. and oh, it's so good. I think yep. SNK knocked it out of the park with this title. 100% and this is going to be an insane year, 2023 for fighting games with Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6. Six yeah. We'll have lots to talk about there <laughs> next time. Alright though, we do have some more submissions from different people across media and YouTube and friends across the industry and some of our viewers. Let's take a look right now at some 
a buried treasure type games from 2022. Hey Vic, now I know I only have a minute, but I wanted to mention a few games that I thought maybe went under the radar a little bit in 2022. First and foremost, Tunic. If you're into Legend of Zelda style adventures, this game is incredible with some of the sweetest puzzles I played through all year long. Another quick nod to Nobody Saves the World, which is a game where you think you're gonna have a favorite character, but really uh, you end up having to play with all of them and they're all very enjoyable. It was an awesome experience getting to level up each and every character and seeing just how their abilities work and whatnot. Then I wanna mention a game that I didn't expect to enjoy as much as I did and especially uh, if you are in the know and you put that Contra code in at the beginning, changes the gameplay up entirely and that is Infernax an old-school-style, side-scrolling epic. So those are three for me for 2022. I didn't get a chance to play uh, many games towards the end of the year, but now I have to go and play those now. So that's what I'm gonna go do, because I got time. If you love giant monster movies such as King Kong and Godzilla, and you wanna bring some of that kaiju battle action home, check out Gigabash. Available for PS4 and PS5 and PC via the Epic Game Store and Steam, Gigabash lets you mix it up with a wide array of kaiju archetypes. You have a giant robot man, giant energy lizard, and for some reason a giant yeti. Gigabash is a lot of fun. In terms of gameplay, Gigabash is one part Power Stone, one part War of Monsters. You can go at it alone and fight in free-for-all battles, or tack up with another monster and fight your way across dense urban environments and mysterious locations. In a very nice and very fitting touch, Gigabash has licensing that features official Toho characters. That means you can mix it up with Gigan, Destroyer, Mechagodzilla, and of course the big guy himself. And yes, you can uncork that infamous dropkick. So if you love giant monsters, you love party games, you love destroying environments, get Gigabash. It's a good old time. My pick for a hidden treasure type of game for 2022 would have to be Goat Simulator 3. It's much bigger than the first one, obviously. And I know the first one did really well, but I just felt that this one didn't get as much coverage. I really enjoyed what I played of this game, and I still go back to it every now and then. There's just so much to explore and unlock. The map is huge, and I'm sure I haven't done everything yet. So Goat Simulator 3 is my favorite hidden treasure type of game for 2022. What's good, everybody? At the Rocket and Ray Gun Awards, Khalif here. I am very excited to talk to you about my game that I felt like didn't get the love that it deserved, and that was The Artful Escape. The Artful Escape, a game that mashed up so many things I love, fantastic art, fantastic graphics and art style, beautiful, really cool music from a lot of different genres, especially those really big guitar riffs that are, that are really, really cool within that game that mash up with the music matching that they did there. The story was really brilliant, really cool elements to, to, to that layer of it as well that I think pulled to the forefront why a game like this should be in the ecosystem, in the space at all. I think games like this don't get made often, and when they do, a lot of times they don't still get the love that they deserve. So I would say, go check out The Awful Escape. Still one of my favorite games of 2022. You'll have a blast with it, and, and tell them I sent you. Much love, peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's John Yotov Jr. here for the Electric Playground 2022 Rocket and Ray Gun Awards. We're gonna talk about some buried treasure, a game that kind of went under the radar, but Vic and I talked about quite a bit, and that, of course, is the game Game called Infernax. Now, Infernax is a game that's available across a wide variety of platforms. It's on all the PlayStation platforms, it's on the Xbox platforms, it's on PC, it's on Switch, and it's also on that handy-dandy Steam Deck that I got right here and it's on Xbox Game Pass. And what Infernax is, is a nice little throwback to a simpler time 
but at a much more violent pace. It's a spoof of all the classic 80s games that we grew up playing, like Castlevania, The Legend of Zelda 2, as well as Metroid, as it has a lot of backtracking and exploration that's involved with it. It is a little bit on the violent and grotesque side, so parental discretion is definitely advised. But if you need a break from Animal Crossing, it's a game I'd highly recommend. Daniel Bloodworth here from Easy Allies. Uh, one of the games that uh, stood out to me this year that's maybe gone a little bit under some people's radars is The Case of the Golden Idol. Kind of similar to a point-and-click adventure game, but it's different. You don't walk around, you don't manage an inventory or whatever, you just deal with these murder scenes and you have like this document that when you fill it out, it gives you all the details of the whodunit. You're like playing a game of Clue, right? However, like Mad Libs, all of the key details are fill in the blank and you collect an inventory of keywords and you drop those in and you solve the mystery and it feels fairly simple at first but it gets more and more complex it kind of messes with your expectations the art style is like that early 90s late 80s PC art style but it's also sort of intentionally ugly and bizarre and it's really really cool especially once you get to the end you go back and look at the beginning and to see how much more complex situations have got as you've learned how to deal with each scenario and that is one that I think that you should look up. Hey Vic, Nerd on Film here. My pick for the most underappreciated game from last year is actually Marvel Midnight Suns. Despite the license and what seemed like a lot of hype leading up to its release, I haven't really heard anybody talking about this game aside from Electric Playground. I really feel like it got lost in the shuffle last year, which is a shame because the game's a blast. It's this crazy mix-up of an XCOM strategy title mixed with a platonic romance simulator. You kind of just join book clubs with Blade or go stargazing with Doctor Strange. It's utterly bizarre, and the fact that it's super niche and set in the Midnight Suns subgenre of the Marvel Universe is crazy to me. It's super addictive, super fun. More people need to check it out. There's my pick, Marvel Midnight Suns. My pick for buried treasure of 2022 is gonna be NFS Unbound. That's right, you can't say need for speed anymore. Nobody in 2022 has time for that, or 2023 for that matter. So this is available for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, PC, and of course the Sega 32X. I chose the PlayStation 5 version because, you know, gotta play something on my PlayStation 5 because as you know, PlayStation 5 has no games. Anyway, this is a pretty good NFS game. It's not the greatest one ever made, but it kind of flew under the radar. Not many people seem to know about it, and it's definitely worth playing. Now, that doesn't mean it's perfect. I mean, there's a lot of weird graphical choices, like the characters are all cel-shaded, and like the effects of the tire spinning and whatnot are cel-shaded, and the rest of the graphics are real. But still, it's, it's a fun game. It has a lot of story in it, which I could do without. Again, it's not perfect, but I think you should check out NFS Unbound on the PlayStation 5 and 32X. Man, it's so cool to hear from everybody. We've got a lot more Rocket and Ray Guns coming up, though. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Rocket and Raygun Awards here at the Capital City Classic Arcade in New Westminster, British Columbia. Thank you to those folks for letting us shoot here. What an amazing background for us, eh? <laughs> All right, we are moving on to the best Nintendo Switch games of 2022. There were some incredible RPGs on the Switch in particular this year. Let's take a look. 
Live Alive from Square Enix. Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope from Ubisoft. Kirby and the Forgotten Land from HAL Laboratory and Nintendo. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from Tribute Games and Dot Emu. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 from Monolith Soft and Nintendo. And the winner is Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope from Ubisoft. Our winner was Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Yep. But our poll result was TMNT Shredder's Revenge, Vic. You can't go wrong. And with any of the nominees, we'll say that every time. Uh, and Shredder's Revenge, actually, fun fact, is the most nominated game of the Rocket and Ray Gun Awards for 2022. <laughs> that game was a celebration, man. I Absolutely. think everyone wanted to see another, you know, modernized beat yes. up that was just an ode to the, the previous titles. Incredible well, and, game. And it perfects it as well. Yes. Like it takes all of those lessons that from the Konami era, all of it, and it modernizes it and makes it totally contemporary in 2022, 2023. The thing I keep hearing about that game is that there's not enough to make you want to go back and play it every day. Yeah. And I don't think that's true. I think you level up all of the characters. He's still playing it on the Steam they, Deck, well, by the way. I am, and they just released it. Netflix just published it on yeah. as part of their mobile gaming division. Incredible. So you can download it if you have a Netflix account to your iOS or Android device. And if you have a controller for your phone, boom, it's yeah. perfect. So, I, I mean, every time I go back to it, it's so replayable and you can play it with friends. Anyways, we don't need to hype it up. You get get the yeah, damn game. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. But yeah. Mario Plus Rabbids deserves this Rocket and Regan Award for being such an incredible cross-section, a collection of ideas from the action-adventure era of Mario games, and then this new turn-based strategy experience that Ubisoft developed. Absolutely incredible. So charming. Yeah. I love that you know you can unlock the sparks. You've got the semi-open world. And it's one of those games that might not be the most challenging unless you ramp up the difficulty. Yeah. But you'll be it, smiling the whole way through. It does get more challenging as you get into it. And it, like, it also is replayable. And yeah. There's downloadable content coming forth. Oh, Unfortunately, so it didn't sell as well or as Ubisoft hoped or anticipated. It's an amazing game, though. And and it's our Rocket and Ray Gun Award winner, but we've got some more awards to give away. Let's take a look at our winner for Best Action Game of 2022. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from Tribute Games and Dot Emu. Well, there's the win for Shredder's Revenge, finally. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it so much yes. during Mario and Rabbids. Just an incredible game. What more is there to say? Yeah, and you know, you can throw in Call of Duty, and there's lots of great action games out there, but I just think about the ubiquity of this game, yeah. that it's available for everything. I also wanted to applaud the fact that this was a bit of a risk to take a classic side-scrolling 90s looking yeah. thing and go big with it like they did there. Yeah, and modernize it. Like Tribute Games did such a good job, as yeah. you were saying, with the combat system and making it feel, you know, fresh for 2022. Totally. You know, with the charge-up attacks, there's supers, there's a bit of strategy to this. Yep. And just an incredible experience. I think it will be really remembered from 2022. Yeah, and what I'm hoping is that this challenges other developers to take that idea and make pixel art sort of classic retro games, maybe with a smaller team, 
but more of that kind of like I would love a Batman game like, <laughs> like this. Vic has mentioned Batman already three <laughs> yeah, times. Somebody's doing this to work. Batman. Yeah, we need a Batman counter. <laughs> no Batman in this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but let's move on. We've got another award to give away right now. This is for best VR game of 2022. Moss Book Two from Polyarch. Of course, we have to give it to Moss Book 2. Yeah. One of my favorite original titles on the PSVR for the Book 1 was yeah. so good. Yeah. And Book 2 just completely expands because I felt like Moss 1 always let, you know, made me wish I had more. Yeah. We maybe wish there, there was a little bit more. It was a little slight. It was a little slight. And now the world is blossoming yeah. and getting, Polyarch is such an incredible such talent. Good, they're, yeah. they're so good as a developer. And I love this idea of turning you into the camera and also a physical manifestation in the world. Yeah, you're the reader, right? You kind amazing. of, you're, and it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, the story is portrayed from like a third person kind of yep. perspective. And it's, I, I have a very like, you know, soft spot for what Polyarch has done with this series. And I just cannot wait playing Moss 2. It makes me really can't wait for what PSVR 2 is going to be capable totally, of. Yes. You know, with the resolution and, and the haptics. And wherever Quest goes as well, because yeah. this is out for the Quest 2 I as agree, well. Yeah. Uh, incredible studio. And Iron Man VR was absolutely in the running as well. But Moss is an original thing that came out this so. year for PSVR and Quest. So that's why it won. But you know what? We've got some more underappreciated games to take a look at. And this is from our friends across the uh, the media landscape and YouTube, and also some of you. Let's take a look right now. Hello, uh, it's flooding at the bank right now. I'm, I'm not gonna make it, but I wanted my final message to be this. I thought the most underrated game, most undiscovered gem of 2022 was the Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster. Now you're probably thinking Final Fantasy VI, that's not underrated, everyone already knows about it. It's a classic, but this Pixel Remake, Remaster, whatever, had some real love put into it, a lot of which you couldn't see until the later parts of the game, and a lot of people didn't play that far. And I didn't think enough people talked about Oh, the later parts when you go to the world of Ruin, you pick up the airship for the first time, you take off, that world of Ruin theme kicks in and it's synthesized like it used to be on the Super Nintendo, but then the orchestra suddenly out of nowhere comes in. I've never felt more love for a game come out of the screen like that, come out of the speakers like that ever in a game. I've just, you could tell the developers you probably had a new batch of developers that had so much love for this classic, it all shows in that moment. So that's what I'm gonna recommend to people. If you didn't play the remake, go do it. This is my final message. Good night. What's up folks, it's Cardinal from Cardinal and the Meatball Show here and my favorite buried treasure game of 2022 has gotta be Record of Lodos War, Deedlit in Wonder Labyrinth. A fantastic Symphony of the Night-like style game. Uh, amazing pixel art. Definitely pick it up if you like Castlevania. And happy Rocket and Raygun Awards. Hello, Victor, and hello all the fans watching Rocket and Raygun at Electric Playground this year. I'm very happy to be back. Very honored to be uh, invited back by my video game dad, as I call Victor. On the topic of which game kind of made an impression on me, kind of underrated for 2022, that would have to be Narco. 
So Narco was a game that I played actually with my partner. She's very into these narrative-driven story games. Primarily when we look for these games, they tend to be pixelated kind of retro aesthetics, which I really like, but they can almost feel the same sometimes. Norco stuck out because it looked like this very picturesque Amiga game. I'm from Europe, so Amiga is very appealing to me. There's this bleak, but yet very warm touch to the world set in Louisiana. So we really like the aesthetics, the music, absolutely gorgeous music throughout. And what really surprised us was just the impact of the story itself. Norco itself is overtaken by industrial forces. And when you look at the family as well, that you play out as, there's this kind of mirror of it. It's this deteriorating toxic family that kind of you have to deal with throughout the game. While depressive, the light that shines through at some moments via humor, uh, via kind of high points in the story, it's really well done. Norco, definitely the most underrated game I played in 2022. My very treasure game for 2022 is Drone. I was a huge fan of skate games growing up, and when I heard there was this new indie game mixing roller skating and third-person shooter gameplay, I knew I had to check it out. What surprised me most about Roller Drone was how smoothly it blended the two. I never felt like I was having to focus on one or the other, and it was easy to transition from doing a trick or grind to blasting an enemy with the weapons. Trying to complete the Oath for Blood campaign, as well as getting all the challenges, is where I really developed an appreciation for the different weapon types, using different tricks to maximize your score, as well as reflex time, which was crucial for those tough time challenges. Overall, I felt Roller Drone had strong gameplay mechanics worth investing time into mastering, and it really challenged me to be a better player. Yo, what's up, Victor Lucas and Rocket and Raygun Awards? My pick for an underappreciated gem of 2022 has to go to Tinykin. Tinykin is a really cool indie 3D platformer with a really awesome art style. Very colorful, very beautiful. You're playing as this tiny main character that is going through different levels that are basically different bedrooms in a household. And he's going through, he's, he's making friends with these tiny creatures called Tinykin. Think like Pikmin, but a, a little bit different, but the game seems to be inspired a lot by Pikmin. You're, you're going through, you're collecting Tinykin of different colors. Each of them have different abilities. You have red Tinykin that can blow up. You have other Tinykin that you can stack up uh, and that you can climb. And let me tell you, this game was charming. This game was awesome. I had so much fun with it and I recommend it for anybody. I believe it's on Game Pass right now. Go check out Tinykin. My submission for Buried Treasure of 2022 is Ready or Not by Void Interactive. This is the spiritual sequel to the SWAT games and the original Rainbow Six games that I have been wanting for years. This is a brutally hard and realistic tactical first-person shooter from terrorist hunt to hostage rescue to bomb defusal. This game offers a variety of PvE modes that you can play either with an AI team or online multiplayer. This game is unforgiving in its difficulty and its means of realism. The amount of times that I go around a corner and get blasted might get infuriating, but it's because of that realism and that brutality that make me enjoy this. And I I keep replaying missions over and over and over again until I beat them and then once I do I want to play them again to do them better more efficiently and faster. While it technically came out in a very basic alpha state in the end of 2021 it has constantly been updated and improved upon. So if any of you were missing the brutally punishing days of the original Rainbow Six games I would highly recommend checking out Ready or Not. You will definitely enjoy it and probably die a lot. There were a lot of great games this year but you had to kind of look a little bit harder than usual I think. I played a game called 
Little Noah, which is one of my favorite games of the year. You play this anime girl. It's all in Japanese, but it doesn't matter. It's just subtitled and, and whatnot. But it's a roguelite. It's actually a roguelike. It's the one where you build up your abilities and base between matches. I guess that's a like. It's a roguelike. <clears throat> anyway, here's what's great about it. It's got all the addiction that typical rogues have, but what's really cool is you collect during a single life these various little anime creatures, almost like Pokemon. But what they do is they slot into your melee combos. And wherever you slot them in, in the six hit combo, and then you can also slot them into your magic button, sometimes a certain slot with a certain little animal makes all the difference in defeating the bad guys. So it is very fresh and unique and addictive and wonderful. I highly recommend it. On the Xbox side, I know a lot of people saw this as Turbo Golf Racing and Turbo Golf Racing, I think was probably sort of ignored because people were like, oh, that's just like Rocket League. It does look like Rocket League. It's not that. It's a game where you are basically trying to get the ball into the golf hole on these very wild, crazy, abstract courses. And you've got other enemies or players trying to do the same thing. But what's cool about Turbo Golf is that you also really have a very strong desire to simply get better and improve your own score. It's almost like racing against a ghost or something in a racing game. I don't think it was that big of a hit. I don't hear anybody talking about playing it anymore, but boy, uh, Turbo Golf Racing on the Xbox. Fantastic. The last one I want to give you. Victor's like, these need, don't make these longer than a minute. It's an important topic. Trust me, no one's got this on their list because no one knew about this game, but it's a small little indie game called Circadian Dice. Just live with it. Live with it. Remember the title because it is so fun. If you like Hearthstone and you like kind of fast paced deck building but they're not cards, they're dice. So instead of building a collection of cards to combat the enemies with, you're collecting and building sides of one to four die, like roll die, right? So six sides each. So you can say, I want to put a sword on this front. I want to put two swords and a shield on this side. And then you're rolling against AI enemies and it's very fun, very compelling. There's tons to unlock, lots of characters, lots of enemies. Circadian Dice is awesome. It's on Steam now. I don't mean to go on long, but it's a, it really is. I'm not kidding. There's so many great games made every year and so many people because people are busy and people kind of know what their friends are playing or know what the market tells them or the media tells them there's so much that goes under the radar i love that you're pointing this out to people uh these are my gems of 2022 and uh, i hope you guys are having a great new year and victor i'll see you soon buddy thanks Welcome back to the 2022 Rocket and Raygun Awards, and we are talking the best PC, and now this is close to your heart, yeah. slash Steam Deck game. Come on, 2022 <laughs> was the year of the Steam I Deck. Agree. It I came agree. out, it disrupted everything. <laughs> Nobody knew what to expect, and Valve crushed it. I've been able to use it now for almost a year, it feels like. Every time I've got it in my hands, I and I, I, I like, I cannot believe it exists. I haven't seen Vic anywhere out in public without a Steam Deck. It's amazing. I'll be hundred percent honest. Every time we're in a theater or out at a restaurant, whip this out. Yeah, that <laughs> makes a statement too. It's a big, big sucker, but I love it, and so it had to be included. Let's take a look at our nominees. Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered from Insomniac Games and Sony Interactive Entertainment. 
Elden Ring from From Software and Bandai Namco. God of War from Sony Santa Monica Studios and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from Tribute Games and Dot Emu. Uncharted The Legacy of Thieves Collection from Naughty Dog and Sony Interactive Entertainment. The winner is Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered from Sony Interactive Entertainment. All right, this one's a little bit contentious, and it's crazy. Like, hats off to PlayStation for taking over the PC space in 2022, right? <laughs> Rest in peace, the PlayStation Vita, because totally. now the Steam Deck is pretty much the Vita it's, 2 it's, now, right? Which is cool. That's why Marvel's Spider-Man won our award. I mean, that is such an incredible, replayable experience. And to play it again on the Steam Deck? Yeah, and can I be honest, this is one of the few categories where I think any one of these games could have oh, won. Yeah. Well, you know, absolutely. It was just, you know, our poll result winner was Elden Ring. Yep. The fact that you can play Elden Ring portably, yeah. you know, on the year it came out. And consistently, <laughs> and, crazy. and like the frame rate and everything was solid because Valve worked with From oh. to just tune it for the Steam Deck. Most of my game time for Elden Ring has been on the Steam on Deck. On the Steam Deck, which yeah. Which is just mind-blowing to me. So you're, you're raging on the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> on planes. Okay. Come on, let's okay. be civilized. Okay. <laughs> no, but it, it is a phenomenal uh, instrument, the Steam Deck, yeah. and what a year for PC gaming. And it is remarkable to see PlayStation just embrace the space and give us God of War and Days Gone and Crazy. you know all of these. What a win titles. for Valve as well. Yeah. just to, to be able to pull this off. Totally just incredible. Yeah, incredible great year to be a PC gamer. Absolutely. And if you have never played Marvel Spider-Man or Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, they're both so freaking incredible yeah. so please enjoy those but we are moving on right now to our best strategy game of 2022 marvel's midnight suns from firaxis games and 2k mario plus rabbit sparks of hope from ubisoft Well, it looks like we have a tie for this one. Mario plus Rabbits and Marvel Midnight Suns. I couldn't choose. I, know, I couldn't I choose between hard. these two. And they're both so sensational and so addictive. Oh. And honestly, stretch what we come to know with the strategy experience because they're both role-playing games yeah. and they both have quite a bit of action and the cut sequences. Everything is so premium for both of these titles. And we talked a lot about Mario plus Rabbits earlier. Yeah. But, you know, shout-outs to Firaxis Games for what they did with Marvel Midnight Suns. You know, this, I was kind of going into it a little stubborn. I thought it was going to be XCOM with a skin slapped on. Right. It, but it was it was so unique. I love the interactions in the Abbey. You know, it was kind of like a dating sim at the same yes. time, as well as a, a really fleshed out strategy game. I love the card system. Yep. Ex absolutely you know, exciting and, and addictive. incredible, addictive I mean, Fraxis knows addictive. Yes, yeah, they start yeah. there. This is a 70-hour game, by yeah, the way. This it, is, like, such a long title. And what's ironic is, and I don't know if you're addicted to Marvel Snap like everybody oh, else yes. I know out there, yeah, but, yeah. like, this is Marvel Snap grown up, right? It's <laughs> yeah. like thinking, taking some of the ideas of Marvel yeah. Snap, but then, like, just going for yeah, it. Don't man. get me started on Marvel Snap. It's the first mobile game I put money into. Oh, really? And I'm a little ashamed of oh, that, but no. that's how much I love the artwork. Well, you, you need to play more Marvel's uh, Midnight Suns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that will wean you off of yeah. Snap, that, I think. Yeah. Incredible game. All right, let's talk about the best action adventure game of 2022. 
God of War Ragnarok from Sony Santa Monica Studios and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Well, no surprise here. No. The best action adventure, God of War Ragnarok. What an incredible cinematic yes. experience. Yes. And what a joy. Like, you can see the dollar bills on this game <laughs> every time you pan the camera. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the budget's it's there. Yeah. Games are so freaking expensive. We yeah. know that. And when you spend that much money and you see oh. the quality of the work that Sony Santa Monica put That's in, so good. you can yeah. understand why there's so much money. It's what an, a cinematic experience. The yeah. voice acting, the performances. So it was just... Dude, it made yeah. me cry. Really? Yeah, it made yeah. me cry. And oh. I, I would never have ever predicted that from a God of War game. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but it was so powerful because of that relationship, that father-son dynamic, yeah. and where it goes, the twists and turns in this game. All of the action and, and, and adventure of it is fantastic, but really, you know, kudos to the story team and the... Santa Monica, incredible. The, yeah, the narrative adventure they take us on yeah, is just yeah. crazy. I love that you say it made you emotional. Because, you know, really emotional. I went back yeah. and I played, you know, the original God of War games, and they're great, yeah. but Kratos was just such a one-dimensional yes, character. Yeah, and what they've really done mad. with him, yeah, yeah, he was just angry. Angry. And, yeah, just, just, just the, the emotion that's in this game and, yeah. and the character depth and the character evolution. It's incredible. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. So, yeah. well deserved win. I know we're talking best action, yeah. but we're talking about the story elements as well. It just, just has everything. I mean, it's also possibly in a, an upcoming nomination package as well. <laughs> uh, but we're, we got to take a little break. But before we do that, let's take another look at some underappreciated games from 2022. Hi, Vic. Hi. This is Adam and Elliot from Team Mega Dads. Yeah. Gamer life meets real, real life. life. And we are here to talk about an underappreciated, maybe like a diamond in the rough game that a lot of people might not have played, but we had an awesome time with. Oh, yeah. And today we're talking about what, Elliot? He forgot. Give him one job. Agent Intercept. Oh, yeah. He was about to say that. Agent Intercept. Now, Elliot, this is a game, it's kind of like a spiritual successor to a really old school arcade game called Spy Hunter. In Agent Intercept, you get into this supercar and you drive and you swim because it can turn into a boat and you can fly. It can you, turn into a lot of things. It turns into a lot of things. The action in this game is over the top crazy. I absolutely loved it. Elliot loved it. And we both loved this game so much that in fact, when I was picking him up from school, today. Uh, we were such in this agent intercept mode that I drove the car off of a bridge hoping it would turn into a speedboat. Mom is going to be so mad. Hi Electric Playground, I'm Joey or Total Level and my pick for my buried treasure of 2022 that I'm going to pull out this Borderlands loot chest is The Legend of Heroes Trails from Zero. Trails from Zero is the long lost game for us. Originally released in 2010 on the PSP to Japan only, in September 2022, this game finally got released outside of Japan. In the first of two games in this Crossbell Arc storyline, you play as Lloyd Bannings, a rookie detective assigned to the Special Support section. Here, you meet your teammates Ellie, Tio, and Randy to do odd jobs and fight crime in Crossbell. Throughout this JRPG adventure, you will uncover dark secrets where if you're a fan of old-school JRPGs with modern quality of life improvements, then The Legend of Heroes Trails from Zero is a must-buy. 
So this was my pick for my buried treasure in 2022. I hope you enjoyed and thanks for having me. One game I think got overlooked by a lot of people in 2022 was Arcade Paradise. It's a great little tycoon simulator where you take over a dingy coin laundromat with a couple of old coin-op machines in the storeroom out back. As you raise money through buying more machines, you eventually end up running a huge neon-drenched arcade filled with great retro-inspired games. Arcade Paradise doesn't make an amazing first impression, especially because it's built with a lot of paid 3D assets that you've probably seen before, but it's a relaxing sim where actually playing arcade games you buy boosts their popularity, so you don't need to spend all your time balancing budgets and going blind on spreadsheets. It's one of my favorite games of 2022, and it shouldn't be missed. My 2022 buried treasure game is a game that I think people just kind of forgot came out. It's Nobody Saves the World. It was released on the Xbox in January and came to the Nintendo Switch in April. And Nobody Saves the World is a fantastic game from the team over at Drinkbox. You start off as nobody, and then as your adventure begins, you begin to take the uh, form of avatars and other characters and other creatures from uh, a rat, a dragon, a zombie, a mermaid, an archer, a magician, all these fantastic characters. And not only that, each character has different abilities that you're able to stack and add on to each of the avatars that you have now taken over, dynamically changing how the game plays. And speaking of playing the game, by the way, did I mention it has couch co-op and online play? It sure does, so it's fantastic to play together with somebody, changing that experience and making it much more cooperative, which is a fantastic time. Oh, and by the way, they recently put out some new DLC as well. So for me, the 2022 Buried Treasure game, nobody saves a world. Greetings, E-peeps. My Buried Treasure is Monument Valley Panoramic Collection, which finally released on Steam last year. It is deceptively simple in its puzzling level design, which is gorgeously colored to fit the mood of each chapter. Then you've got controls seamlessly transitioned from touch to mouse input. Musically, its score is so beautifully chilled, even when I feel like I've been stumped, it's still relaxing. When Ida in Monument Valley, or Ro and her child in Monument Valley 2, have been guided to each button, switch, or level complete, there's a satisfying sound to inform that you're on track. So, as it's been 8 and then 5 years since Monument Valley, and then 2 came out on mobile, and the Steam versions nearly swept under my radar, Monument Valley Panoramic Collection is my buried treasure of 2022. Hey, I'm Ryan McCaffrey with IGN, an underappreciated game in 2022. For me, that's one game. It starred this guy, Guybrush Threepwood, and the game Return to Monkey Island. I remember when it was announced that we were getting a new Ron Gilbert-led Monkey Island game for the first time in about 30 years. I did not believe it. I thought it was a joke, and it turned out it was totally real and the game actually turned out to be amazing. It was funny, it was smart, the art style was beautiful, the voice acting was fantastic. They brought back almost all the old voice actors from the original games back when they started doing voice acting in the Monkey Island games. And the ending was just perfect for a final goodbye, uh, a return to and a goodbye to Monkey Island from Ron Gilbert. It was just incredible. And it's on Xbox Game Pass now, so there's no excuse people should try it out. It's so fantastic. I hope more people will take a look at it. So my buried treasure for 2022 is actually my new favorite addiction, and that's Vampire Survivors. Got this on PC Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass. I've been watching people from afar play it, and I'm like, I get it, I get it. You know, it looks kind of charming. 
But then I played it for myself and now I can't stop. <laughs> I could just get one more run in. Just, just, just one run is good. You just move around, everything automatically attacks for you. And it's so addicting to like go back to another level and try out a different weapon set and combination. And there's so many secrets, so many homages and references to like Castlevania. And I know there's a reference to Bayonetta in there as well. Whenever my friends watch me play it, they can't help but get into it too. And I, I think I've kind of gotten them addicted to it too. Yeah, that's my choice for my buried treasure of 2022 is Vampire Survivors. When we're talking about games that were underappreciated in 2022, games that I feel are the hidden treasures of last year, one game immediately comes to mind. And I'll preface by saying this, this game was well received by critics and was for the most part pretty well reviewed. But the general public, the normal people going to the store and wanting to buy games, wrote this game off immediately. And for me, that's Marvel's Midnight Suns. Once gameplay was revealed, everything flipped on its head for Midnight Suns. A bunch of people jumped to the lazy complaint, in my opinion, considering it a mobile game. And the card mechanic, which I will admit was something that felt like a hard pill to swallow, immediately turned people off from the game and made them think that it was something that it was not. And as somebody who's never played strategy games up until this point, I was not sure how to feel about Midnight Suns. But once I started playing it, I could not stop. I was addicted for the full 60 to 80 hour ride. It dropped right at the end of the year, so it went completely under the radar, but I feel like a lot more people need to get their hands on this, expand your horizons, try out new games because it'll be worth your time, I promise. What is going on, Vic, and everybody out there? Happy New Year. Um, I would say my sleeper pick for 2022 would be Soldiers. I played it on the Switch. I instantly fell in love with the game just from the pixel art and the music right away, but the combat and how deep the game is as far as items and upgrades is, is just endless and and everywhere you go in the game is just massive i put in probably around 30 plus hours into this game boss battles are a bit annoying but it forces you to get better in the game and i love games that do that but yeah soldiers so definitely pick it up if you haven't if you love metroidvania games that's my pick for 2022. Welcome back to the Rocket and Raygun Awards here at the Capital City Arcade in New Westminster, British Columbia. And we are moving on to the best PlayStation 5 game of 2022. We've got some heavy hitters in this category. Let's take a look. God of War Ragnarok from Sony Santa Monica Studios and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Elden Ring from From Software and Bandai Namco. Marvel's Midnight Suns from Firaxis Games and 2K. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from Tribute Games and Dot Emu. Horizon Forbidden West from Guerrilla Games and Sony Interactive Entertainment. And the winner is God of War Ragnarok from Sony Interactive Entertainment. Well, once again, no surprise here. No. Not only is God of War our winner, yeah. it was the poll result winner as well. There might have been a little surprise because Elden Ring was excellent on PlayStation 5. And any time we put Elden Ring in a category, there is that possibility that it could <laughs> win from, from us and also from the poll. 
But I think we're in agreement, yeah, that God of War Ragnarok is such an achievement for this platform. It's a system selling I agree. piece of software. I agree. They're yeah. bundling it with PlayStation 5s. Most of the PS5s that you see out in the wild right now come with God of War Ragnarok. That's specific. There's a reason for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, right? the title is also on PlayStation 4, right. but I did love the fact that it was because the PlayStation 5 version had all of these performance modes as yes, well. If we're yeah. just talking about the machine, we had like the, you know, the performance, the high refresh rate, utilizing VRR. Yeah. I, you know, absolutely incredible. The dual sense functionality. The dual sense functionality. Oh, it just makes me more excited to see what PlayStation 5 has in road. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're just getting started, I think, with like PS5 only titles. Yeah. This is the year I think we're really going to see I it agree. take off. I agree. But right now we're going to move over to our nominees for the best Xbox Series S and X games of 2022. Grounded from Obsidian Entertainment and Xbox Game Studios. Elden Ring from From Software and Bandai Namco. Marvel's Midnight Suns from Firaxis Games and 2K. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from Tribute Games and Dot Emu. A Plague Tale Requiem from Asobo Studio and Focus Entertainment. And the winner is Elden Ring from Bandai Namco. So Elden Ring wins on the Xbox Series S and X, and I did see some comments actually that there weren't any exclusives in our nominees, but I want to point out that Grounded is an exclusive and it's excellent. Oh, Grounded it, is so good. It's been in alpha for so long, so maybe some people forgot that it came out yeah. in 2022. Right. But incredible game, you yep. know, unfortunately not the strongest year for Xbox's it's, first platform. No. Yeah, you know, first party games. Yes. But Elden Ring runs beautifully uh, on no. both machines. Absolutely, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was our runner-up in The our most poll. mentioned game <laughs> of the Rock and Ring on 2022. Yeah, and I think there's tons of excellent games that you can play across Xbox. I mean, it, we could put Game Pass as yeah. uh, one of the nominees almost Absolutely. on the Xbox Series S and X, but this is the year. Xbox really has to prove it with exclusives. Agreed. Redfall and Starfield. We'll see what happens in 2023. R listen, we are going to take one more break. We're going to come back with the game of the year for 2022, but before we do that, let's take a look at some more Buried Treasures from last year. With an award show called Rocket and Raygun, it only feels natural to select a game which offers both in spades. Hi, I'm John from Digital Foundry and I'm here to talk about Andradunos 2. This old school shooter is a modern sequel to the 1992 Neo Geo game from Visco, Andradunos. Created by Picorinsoft, Andradunos 2 offers a surprisingly authentic experience that almost feels like a lost Neo Geo game. The pixel art is gorgeous and colorful, with screens packed full of sprites and scaling effects, while the backgrounds are detailed with countless overlapping layers of parallax scrolling. It's wonderful. The key here though is that while it does feel suitably old school, Andradunos 2 offers a significant improvement over that original 1992 game and feels fresh even in 2022. Whether you're a veteran player or new to the shooter genre, Andrew Dunas 2 feels fair and fun. 
add in the excellent soundtrack and wide range of ports, including a version for a Sega Dreamcast, and you have a fantastic new shooter. While fans of the genre were quick to pick up on it, I'm not sure that it's that widely known, thus why I wanted to mention it here. So check it out. There were plenty of games that came out in 2022, but one specifically I think everyone sort of missed. It's called the Entropy Center. Now, this game is kind of like Portal 1 and 2 if you've ever played those. In fact, if Valve had released this, they could have called it Portal 3, but they didn't. The game basically has a time-based mechanic where things and items in the world can be reversed and forwarded through time. I really don't want to spoil too much about it, but every single room in the entire game is like a puzzle room, much like what you see in Portal. And all those rooms can be completed independently. Now, personally, I loved every single puzzle room that I came across, and I thought the game was really fun that way. But I wasn't a big fan of the story, and I think the story is subjective for a lot of people out there. But if you are a big fan of Portal and want another Portal game, and Valve doesn't deliver you one, I heavily recommend you try out the Entropy Center. Gungrave Galore was a game that I really appreciated this past year. Great straight up action, lots of just running, gunning, great character action stuff. The character Grave is just fun to <laughs> play as. Infinite ammo and coffin full of heavy weapons and that kind of stuff. Extra uh, little shout out for uh, the developer, Ikimob. They've updated the game since its release, so it's been playing so much better. A little quality of life, fix some difficulty spikes, stuff to just improve the flow of gameplay. It's really, really good. That's my submission. Thank you very much, Vic. My favorite hidden gem, of course, is taking it to the slopes and getting gnarly with Shredders. From Foam Punch, this game is the ultimate dream for all you action winter sports fans out there. If you've been dying for a killer snowboarding game, just like Skate, then you're going to love Shredders. This was my hidden gem of 2022 because I absolutely loved the controls. This team found the perfect balance between arcadey and perfect simulation, just like Skate does for all you skateboarders out there. They have a giant open world that has incredible terrain from backcountry snowboarding, hitting that fresh pow, to getting in the terrain parts and just absolutely sending it on jumps, rails, and boxes. And then on top of that, they found the perfect urban ride. You can go get lost in the streets, wall grind, hit some handrails, and have some fun. And of course, you can do it all with friends. It's got cross-platform play and private lobby, so you and your friends can shred the gnar and have a great time anytime together. They got some really cool mechanics inside of it, like the snowmobile, which will rip you up to killer spots if you want to get that perfect angle, that great drop to get the perfect amount of speed that you need to get those hits. And if you're into snowboard culture, you'll see they got gears from all all of your favorite shops like Burton, Ride, and Volcom. And of course, they got pros that we all know and love. If you watch the X Games, you'll recognize Jamie Anderson, Zeb Powell, and so many more. It's got a fun, campy story where you become the best guy on the snowboard and just have fun with your friends. So that is your boy Snowbike Mike's hidden gem of 2022, Shredders. Go shred the gnar, y'all. I'm a huge fan of both science fiction and horror, so of course Signalis piqued my interest immediately. The game has been getting a lot of love critically, but felt overshadowed by some of the bigger releases these past few months, and I have to say it deserves every bit of attention it can get. The two-person team over at Rose Engine has created a classic in every sense of the word, crafting an authentic PS1-era survival horror experience that lovingly and expertly pays homage to the best works in its genre, but it also carves out its own unique identity with its retro-futuristic anime aesthetic and compelling lore 
while fueling a central mystery that you want to brave the dark corridors and creepy monsters to see all the way through. The Resident Evil and Silent Hill comparisons are obvious, but you've also got influence from the very best of science fiction, such as Blade Runner, Alien, 2001, and Ghost in the Shell, to name a few. So if you're in the mood for some cerebral science fiction horror, or you were left wanting more after the Callisto Protocol, I strongly urge you to put Signalis on your radar. I'm here to talk about some games I thought that were great games in 2022, but may have been a little bit overlooked. Bayonetta 3 is the first of those games. I've enjoyed it tremendously. It's a wonderful action game, definitely the best in the series. They took everything they learned from the first two games and just amped it up to crazy, insane levels, lots and lots of wild, wacky stuff in it, and so stylish, so good. Second game is a game called Immortality. It came out in Netflix. I played it on my iPad and my iPad iPhone. I don't want to ruin too much about it, but it's a wonderful game. It feels like a bunch of movies stitched together and it's just done in a very, very intriguing way. It keeps you wondering what's going to happen next and it's, it's fantastic. And then the last game is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. That game I just loved. It hit all the retro buttons for me. It's essentially one of those things that hit my nostalgia core. I love the Ninja Turtles growing up. I played it with my nieces and nephew and co-op mode is amazing. So those three games overlooked in some way, definitely check them out. This is definitely cheating because I'm talking about a game that came out in 1999 that had a remaster that came out in 2001 for PC. But Shadow Man Remastered finally came out on consoles in January of last year. And because everyone was hyped for things like Horizon, it kind of got like lost under the shuffle. Shadow Man is an underrated gem from 1999 based on a Valiant comic uh, where you kind of play this guy who can dance between the world of the dead and the living. So in that regard, it's kind of like a Soul Reaver meets Metroid formula where you have to go back and forth between these two worlds and solve puzzles and also has elements of a rare collectathon. And thanks to the fine folks at Night Dive Studios, who also crushed it last year with Power Slave Exhumed, everyone can play this because it's all on modern systems. They even went back and found old things that weren't in the original release. So if you haven't played Shadow Man Remastered yet, I consider giving it a second look. Hello, Electric Playground friends and family. It is I, the handsome voice, Adnan Qureshi, of the United Wrestling Network and beyond. And I'm here to give you my thoughts on what was the biggest buried treasure of 2022, which I also believe is perhaps one of the biggest buried treasures of all time. And that is Spiritfarer's Farewell Edition. I didn't know anything about this game going in until my girlfriend told me about it. And then throughout last year, we ended up playing through the whole thing together. And let me tell you, uh, a game has never made me feel the things that Spiritfarer has made me feel. And I want to tell you more about the game, but I don't at the same time. I would say just go out and watch the trailer that the developers put out themselves, and you'll get it just from the trailer. It tells a story in such a way that only video games can tell, that no other medium can. And it's available on every platform. It's on Xbox, it's on Switch, it's on PlayStation, it's on PC. So wherever you can experience it, go and experience it, because I think it's something that should be experienced, not even just by people who play video games, but if you're a human being in general, I think Spiritfarer is absolutely worth your time. Hey guys, if you've read my books or watched my YouTube videos, you know I am retro through and through. Yeah, I have a Nintendo Switch, but I do a lot of retro gaming on it. And recently I've been playing the Atari Recharged games. Those are so much fun. And in 2022, I feel like Breakout Recharged flew under the radar a little bit. It's a fun game. And if you have an Atari VCS, which I do not, not the new version of the VCS anyway, the recently canceled version, the recently discontinued Atari VCS. But if you were one of the lucky people 
that has one that shelled out $400. I think you can get it for cheaper now, but if you have an Atari VCS, you can actually play Breakout Recharged with a rotary controller. Now I play the game on my Switch. It's still a lot of fun. I believe it is a hidden gem because you just don't hear a lot about Breakout Recharged. You hear about some of the other titles in the series more than Breakout, but I think it's good. What I like about these recharged games is they offer power-ups, co-op action, multiplayer action, simultaneous, however you want to put it. Great stuff, but they stay simple. Breakout is one of the old ball and paddle games that I played growing up. As a matter of fact, the arcade version of Breakout was the game that convinced me back in 1976 that I liked video games perhaps even more than my beloved pinball. So guys, you need to check out Breakout Recharged, especially if you have an Atari VCS. But even if you have, you know, just one of the other consoles, you can download it. And I downloaded it for just 10 bucks on my Switch. So just ask yourself this one question. Have you played Atari today? I have. I'm here to tell you about one of my favorite games of 2022. And if you're in the know, you played the game, but you might have missed it. So I'm here to tell you that Neon White is one of the greatest games, not just of 2022, but of all time. It's a card game. It's not a card game. Well, I mean, technically it is a card game, but 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 ignore that for a second. It's a parkour game and it feels great the instant that you jump into it. It's not one of those games that you're gonna have to play for 10, 40, 75 hours for it to get good. It gets good the second that you start it up. The visuals, completely eye-catching, very unique looking. I made a mistake for most of 2022. I heard people talk about this game, heard people start off by saying it's a card game and I just closed my mind. The cards are there for you to do awesome things and to shoot things and jump around and do a double jump here and do a slide over there and just feel great. There were a lot of great games that came out in 2022 and I expect with this rocket and ray gun celebration that we're gonna be hearing about dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of amazing games that came out in this year. But I'm happy to say that Neon White is at the top of my list and I hope you check it out. back with one more award to give away and we are talking the rocket and ray gun game of the year this is the big one and we couldn't think of a better place to shoot this year's awards than at the capital city classic arcade in new westminster look at this look it's at amazing this. to this be out incredible. of my basement it's amazing to be with <laughs> yes. you no more zoom calls i know no not a, it's, this is another zoom award <laughs> show for, for ep uh, but yes let's take a look at our nominees for game of the year Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope from Ubisoft. Elden Ring from From Software and Bandai Namco. God of War Ragnarok from Sony Santa Monica Studios and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge from Tribute Games and Dot Emu. Marvel's Midnight Suns from Firaxis Games and 2K. And the winner is Elden Ring from Bandai Namco. 
that was a packed show. Yep. Well deserved to Elden Ring. It was also our winner in the poll results. Yeah. What an incredible year of games. I know that there's some detractors from Elden Ring, and it's certainly gotten a lot of buzz. And we tried our best not to get too buzzy with Elden Ring and God of War love. Yeah. Because they've they've gotten a lot of well deserved love over the year. Both incredible games. And I hope that everybody had a good time watching all of this stuff. I really am thankful for all of these incredible ideas for underappreciated games. I love it. Lots of really so many good hidden stuff. gems. Here. You know, we've used that word a lot, maybe overuse that word. Yeah. But the community had some great submissions. Yeah, when I was putting all this stuff together and receiving all this stuff, I was like, I didn't I, even know about yeah, this game. I I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> so thank you to everybody that submitted video. You guys are incredible. And thank, thank you so much to Capital City Arcade Absolutely. for having us here. What a great location. An amazing location. Yeah. Really, really cool. Thank you to everybody watching this right now. Thank you for your support. We'll see you soon. And until then, play forever.